radio listeners to the very first episode of the Spontaniacs Stories of the Century. Here's how it works. We're the Spontaniacs, and we're going to do a serial, only it's all improvisational, so we're making it all up as we go along. There is absolutely no script. The only thing we have that's written down are suggestions from our audiences. These suggestions include two words that are selected at random out of this sack. This very sack right here. And also a line written by an audience member that will act as the opening line for each of the stories of the century. The first thing we need to do, Sally, is to get our two words. That sounds great. And from our fans, we've had words submitted. And would you like to pick one, George? All right, I've got it. The word is brick, submitted by Chuck Adams. We have one word. Now we need a second word. Angie? Yes, it's scar from Julie Tattershall. Awesome. And Eric, you want to select the first line? I will. I will put my hand in this bag, Sally, and pull out one of these written opening don't lines. Don't look. Don't look. I won't read it. We will not read this line until we actually begin the story. Great. So here we go with episode one of Stories, Stories of, of the, the Century. The glamorous and high-rise Century Building has many stories, and this is one of them. These are Stories of the Century. Dramatized for your listening pleasure by The Spontaniacs. The Spontaniacs, America's finest improv troupe, makes you laugh up to 20% more than the leading improv brand. Here's improv brand A, surly, off-putting, constantly denying. Hey, Cheryl. My name's not Cheryl! Ow! Improv brand A makes children cry. <coughs> but here's the Spontaniacs, hilarious, witty, classically trained. We're funny. The Spontaniacs fills children's hearts with joy. And don't worry, Mom and Dad, the Spontaniacs are educational, too. Daddy, what's a Brazilian strip? <laughs> the Spontaniacs, funnier than you'll ever be. The Spontaniacs are not licensed by any political, ethical, or moral group and have no gender or religious affiliation. Side effects may include gagging, hearing, side stitches, nausea, and incontinence. If any or all of these type of are as a result of Spontaniacs and hunger, see a physician for more details. Remember the Russian boss at every Spontaniac show. Spontaniacs in here may be closer than And now... Brick's Bad Feet. Fear and comedy are brothers, and comedians are snapping mutts with false teeth, Edna. Oh, Bruce, you say the most interesting things. You're so brilliant. But I'm only brilliant in bed where we are now in my bedroom. Hand me a cigarette, would you, darling? Here. Here's a filtered one for you, Edna. Menthol. Shall I light it for you? (laughs) Yes, of course. Here, I'll strike this match. Much better when it's lit. Edna, would you like something to drink while you're lying there on that pillow smoking next to me here in my bedroom? Yes, why don't you reach over to that carafe of martinis you previously poured? I thought of everything. Here, I'll take off the top and pour you one. 
here. <coughs> you know, Edna, you're probably wondering why I called you here. Bruce, when romance is involved, I never have to wonder. You're a man of very large appetites. Yes, Edna, and only a woman like you can put out my flame. But unfortunately, I'm a little preoccupied right now. I have a problem, a rather serious problem. Does it have anything to do with that scar that no one could ever see when you're clothed? You hit the nail right on the head, Edna. I'm afraid my scar will become very apparent soon because you see I've been offered a role in a movie that requires me to take off my... Socks. <gasps> but Bruce, what will happen when the producer sees your hideous feet? It'll be the end of my career, Edna. I'll have to go back to my old job. The one that my father keeps telling me I'll soon have to return to anyway. No, not that! Yes, I'm afraid so, Edna. It's so horrible I won't even say it now. You mean that job where you have to put the little ends on the shoelaces? <gasps> yes. Yes. What are those called again? We don't mention that in the trade, Edna. Aglets? All right, fine. I'll just get out of bed. You've spoiled the mood now. Oh, Bruce, I'm sorry! It's too late. Besides, I have to shower. My audition is in 30 minutes. Perhaps the scar will save you. It is a very, very, very manly scar. Edna! I'm home! It's my husband! Oh dear, I must get out of here quickly. Oh, my clothes are scattered all over the room! Quick, grab them, he's coming! I'll hide in the bathroom! I'm just going to step in the bathroom and take a shower. I'll be right in. Oh, oh darling! Before you take a shower, uh, I was here, in bed, without my clothes on, waiting for you. Well, Edna, what a surprise. We haven't made love in 30 years. Well, I... I started smoking again. Menthol cigarettes make me horny. Sounds very intriguing, Edna. Let me walk over here to my dresser, open off the top drawer, and take off my tie. And hanging on this hanger over here by the closet. Let as me as help I... you with that, Dirk. Oh, your hands are so strong. Oh, Dirk. Edna, is that perfume? Do you like it? It's called Night at the Opera. It's funny. There was someone else I knew that wore perfume. I didn't Bruce's wife wear that same perfume? No, she never did. I mean, I don't know what yes. kind of perfume Bruce's wife wears or... So luring as you look, I just wouldn't feel right getting into bed with you without my shower. So if you'll excuse me, now that I'm down to my skibbies. Wait! Yes, Edna, what is it? There's something I have to tell you. You little bits in you, let go of that. Oh, Dirk, <laughs> I meant to grab your hand. Uh, please, Edna, I need to take my shower. Dirk! Yes, Edna? You must know. I'm... 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 I'm all finished cleaning the bathroom, Mrs. Preston. I'll just take my leave now. Goodbye. Yes, Priscilla. Goodbye. Yes, I'll pay you tomorrow. All right, Ed. We're producing this new show, you know, and we've got Bruce lined up for the part. And yes. I just wanted to check with you whether the people in casting have gone over everything with him. And you know he's going to have to be without socks in one of the scenes. Is that going to work out okay as we sit here in my large office as the producer of Magna Pictures? Well, 
as Bruce's agent, I can assure you that Bruce is fully capable of any role you have for him, and I'm sure his feet will be just fine. There'll be no problem, no hideous scarring, no too long toenails. Uh, no, he'll, he'll be fine. I'm sure he's certainly up to it. You know that I, Leonard Leroy, head of Magna Pictures, have been disappointed before by some of the people you brought to me. I'm aware of that. I'm aware of that. And I know that when you wanted to cast my client Christine in that piano playing movie, uh, I kind of forgot that she had no arms. There's one more thing I need to ask you about before we bring your man on. Oh, sure, Leonard. Anything. I want to make sure that he's not having an affair with anyone. That could ruin the reputation of the studio, you know. I suppose you're right, Leonard, but I certainly can't vouch for my client's private life. I mean, he is a man. A man of very large appetites. You know, my co-producer, Dirk, has worked with us on this film, and he's bringing his wife on the set. And you know how lovely she is? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Dirk has a very lovely, lovely wife. Uh, you don't think that Bruce would be overly attracted to her, do you? Uh, er, I... I will talk to him, and I will make sure that nothing will go on between them. <sighs> Bruce, honey, are you home? I'm home, Christine. I'd rush for an embrace into your arms, but you haven't any. <laughs> That's so hard, I wish you wouldn't break it up. I'm so sorry, darling, but I get excited when I see you. You do? Yes, I do, darling. There is something about a woman with no arms that arouses me. Oh, I can give you a hug with my legs. I'm afraid now is not the time. You see, I, I have an audition to go to this evening. An audition? Yes. And what's worse, the producer is the same man. Oh, that hideous man. Yes, Leonard Leroy. I hate him. I have a feeling that his alcoholism will soon get the better of him. Here in our bright sunny kitchen, it seems like anything is possible. There's something strange about you. It's because I'm wearing women's clothes. You see, I, I had to throw this on. I was in a bathroom and didn't have time to change into men's clothes. What bathroom would you be referring to? Well, uh, uh, my bathroom. Uh, I happen to have women's clothes hanging in it uh, because I uh, rent the bathroom out uh, to a woman who uses it to dry her clothes. Oh, well, you know I don't bother about the help. What with my no arms to pay them with? Well, I'm going to call my co-producer, Leonard Leroy. While I'm sitting here in my office, I will call him at his office. Oh, the phone's ringing. Yes, hello, Leonard Leroy here. Who is this? Dirk, is this you? Yes, it's Dirk. Dirk. I'm calling you because I'm asking you about the movie Brick is coming along. Have we cast the lead in that yet? I'm glad you asked me, Dirk. I've got Bruce lined up. I've got Bruce. Bruce in Brick? Are you certain? Oh, yes. I've talked to his agent and he cleared everything. He said that the boy's feet are fine and he will be able to act without socks. Leonard, I'm not quite sure that that agent of his isn't giving you a line of bull hockey. Well, you know, he's fooled me before, but when he talked to me about that Christine girl, it put me in mind that we really could use someone without arms in this film. I lost hundreds on that movie with that Christine girl. Maybe she can make it up to us. We got the part of a homeless girl that falls in love with Bruce. What do you think? What do you think, Dirk? Uh, I freaking my work. I'll tell you what, Leonard, meet me on the set tomorrow afternoon with the cast. Well, just the principals. And I'll be bringing my wife, Edna, with me. Oh, you think that's a good idea, Dirk? She's so lovely. She'll be a distraction. 
I can't keep her cooped up forever, you know. Oh, you're right about she that. It's lonely. In fact, just the other day, she took up smoking again. Menthols. She did? Well. Bruce, Bruce, you there? Yes, yes, I'm here. Come in. All right, Bruce, I'm here to take you to your audition. Are you ready? I'm a nervous wreck, I must confess, but I'm as ready as I'll ever be. All right, well, uh, I'll talk to you while we're in the car. Come on, let's go. Okay. Now, Bruce, you know this is a very important audition. Yes, I know. You're being considered for the lead in Brick, the Barefoot Detective. I'm ready. I got some special makeup to cover my foot scar. Ah, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. But you know, Bruce, there's something else I need to talk to you about. Asshole! There'll be a lot of people at this audition today. Some very important people, and some important people's wives. I'm gonna need you to keep those very large appetites in check. Drat! So much to do covering my scar and keeping my large appetite at bay. What do you think I'm made of, Rick? Steel? You're gonna have to be made of both today, Bruce. This could be the audition that could change your life. It could take your career to a whole new level. Or you could wind up a nobody, a nowhere, a nothing. Like Leonard Leroy, drunk and making crappy-ass pictures. Exactly. And now you got a chance for a starring lead in one of those crappy-ass pictures, and you better not blow it! Why, hello. Bruce, is it? Why, er, um, yes, I don't believe I've had the pleasure. It's Edna. Oh, Edna. Well, yes, I'm Bruce, and uh, this is my large appetite. Bruce, this is Edna. This is uh, Dirk, the co-producer's wife, so... Oh, well... Be pleasant, but that's about Yes, it. the catering is very nice, isn't it? Well, hi, I'm see you're all here together here in my large studio area where hi, we're filming the movie. Hi, hi, hi to see you again. And of course, you know Bruce. Oh, hi, how are you doing? All right, there. Sorry, I'm late. I just had to use the restroom down the hall in this very large studio, and I got lost fighting in your office. Well, Dirk, and I see really you brought your lovely wife. Hello, yes, and darling. You know uh, this is Bruce. Have you met? Oh, we just oh, met. Uh -huh. Yes, we've never met before. Oh. I'm so excited to meet a real movie star. I mean, after all, Dirk rarely brings me to his work. Oh. Well, uh, Bruce, uh, as we were discussing earlier, I think it's time that we look at your feet. Oh, uh, yes, well, all right, I'll just go ahead and... Uh... Oh, Leonard, can we dim the lights a little bit, please? Just uh, Eli, 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 you're not trying to pull a fast one out. Oh, no, 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 I just thought it would help set the mood. You know, it's, it's an audition, it's very important. Let's just dim the lights here just to about half. Dirk, darling, uh, can I speak with you a moment? And shut out the fluorescent lights. Oh, oh yes. Go ahead. What the hell's going on here? I can't see a damn thing. Oh, yes, I have my feet out now. Oh, uh, yes, as you can see, uh, they look perfect. I can't see those feet. All right, fine, I'll turn up the lights a little bit here. <gasps> oh, oh, oh! What are you doing on top of Turk's wife? My uh, God! Oh, it's my large appetite. It's I thought it was Dirk. Dirk, I mean. Wait! Stop! Enough of this charade. I can't take it anymore. No more of this pretending. I have something, something to confess. No, Bruce, don't! Now. Join us again next time for another opulent episode of Stories of the Century. 
The preceding is a production of the Spontaniacs. All rights reserved to duplication in part or in whole without express permission from the Spontaniacs is a violation of applicable laws and subject to punishment as prescribed by statute up to and including fine and or imprisonment without regard to race, color, creed, or gender as relinquished in a fully developed treatise on the cacophony of post-nouveau renaissance transdermal liquidity as pertains to the hypotenuse of a right isosceles triangulated metamorphosis trajectory and its adjutant sequiturs. My gosh, I said all that without taking a breath. <laughs>